This is the We Are Outdoorsmen podcast, built by outdoorsmen for outdoorsmen, presented by Herod Outdoors and Max Luer. Top line. Top line just got this. Yes, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> that was my fault. There we go. Oh, he does it again. Welcome back to the We Are Outdoorsman podcast presented by Herod Outdoors and Max Lore. Bobby is in full, you know, full turkey season form. Turkey mode. I don't know if turkey season will be happening still by the time this airs, but maybe it will. Well, it'll be a recap of nothing else. We're going to recap and it. And that's the last time. That was three episodes three in episodes a row. Three episodes in a row. Bobby got to do his turkey call. And we are... Especially into whatever a fish sounds like when it just gets, yeah, he's when it just mauls, you know, <laughs> mauls a lure and it I just can't, comes I up can't and just gets it. netted and it's bonked a... on the head. No, no. you're done now. What's you're a bonk banned. sound like? <laughs> yeah, and like then the... a Koom. right into the yeah. live well, yeah, dead well, <laughs> the dead well, the dead well. <laughs> well, we. <laughs> We're here again, and we're talking into microphones about fishing and hunting. Today, mostly hunting, but we are going to touch on some fishing because on the podcast we have uh, kind of like a, you know, we have Matt Elliott from WorkSharp. He's the marketing director at WorkSharp, and they make products for both. So Yes, they do. Yep. Yeah, you guys guys recently went on to Turkey Hunt, which we'll get into, but uh, they've done a lot of, we've had kind of a cool relationship with WorkSharp, you know, between Maxor and WorkSharp. You know, we've done some shows together, some fishing shows, yeah. and uh, yeah, really cool group of, of guys that we've, you know, I've been on a couple of them, and it's been fun. Yeah, yeah, it's been fun. You know, we've been working with them for a long time. It's probably been at least eight years, maybe longer, and um, yeah, we've done some really fun shows. I think one of the, well, it was the first show that we did, Bobby and I took them down to the Snake River and crappie fished, and that's back when... <laughs> yeah. Bobby was, uh, I don't know if he coined the phrase or he came up with it then. He, he said there were so many crappie that they eat little kids at the school oh, bus yeah. stop. You, we had to get rid of them. We, <laughs> you had to thin them out because there was too many of them. Yeah, they were little, starting to eat little kids at the bus stop. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that was the first trip, and, and that was kind of the deal. You know, uh, we caught so many fish. It was crazy. And we, we, I still remember this. I, I, I remember it. We killed 278 fish between the six of us yep. in two days of fishing. And we turned loose at least three times that many, at least well, three times that many. The reason we did is because Ronnie and I was, my brother Ron and I, we were in our boats and we had a rule that you couldn't have more than, you know, like 40 <laughs> fish or whatever. Yeah. So, so. Sounds anyway. kind of cocky. No, we didn't want to fillet that many. <laughs> no, you didn't you want what, to that, fillet that many. You'd be that, that's a lot of work filleting those that many fish. Well, that's Holy why. Cow. That's why I play dumb when they turn the fillet knife comes out. Yeah, I grabs the blade. Yeah, I don't know what to do. Yeah. He I can get the ribs purpose. out and then just destroy a fillet and be like, oh, I can't. So let me go drink. <laughs> Now we know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He goes over and he's sitting there drinking special coffee yeah. while we're sitting there filleting fish. That that's bastard. probably special soda. A special at soda. That time. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so special soda yeah, at by, that time. By, yeah. by fillet time, it's special soda. <laughs> but anyway, that was a lot of fun. And then we, actually we just uh, shot another show with them, I guess two years ago now. We call it Return to the Snake River, and we went back down there. And there wasn't as many fish, but oh, my God, did we catch some pie plates of <laughs> crappie. They were huge. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. And Matt joined us on that trip and, and had a lot of fun. You know, Matt's a, he does a lot of bass fishing, 
and there were quite a few bass to be caught there on the snake, but he really got into those big crappie. It was a lot of fun. We had a blast. It was a great trip. Bobby loves to bass fish. I know he does. (laughs) I like to catch anything. Yeah, he does. (laughs) If it swims and has fins. Right. Yep. You don't like to catch bass. You know what? Did you ever bass fish? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, used to be, I've caught some nice fish. I've, uh, my, my biggest personal best is right at eight pounds, eight pound largemouth. And I've caught a six pound smallmouth. I, I've, you guys, you got to remember where I came from. I, I used to have to Brand do X. a lot of different stuff. And so, <laughs> yeah, golfing stuff too. Don't even go there. Just <laughs> that was, don't that even. That was brand X. <laughs> yeah. Don't even go there. But yeah. no, I, I, I used to, uh, I used to bass fish quite a bit. Uh, Bruce, Bruce used to make me go with him every once in a while. We go uh, smallmouth fishing on the Columbia, or you know, I've fished Lake Fork. I've fished you know, any number of lakes across the United States uh, bass fishing. But uh, yeah, it it, uh, it it's fun. It it's not one of my favorite things to do, and it's just because I, you know, I growing up here in the Pacific Northwest. You know, when when you say you live in Washington or Oregon, the first thing people think of is salmon. And, you know, that's that's what I grew up doing is is steelhead, salmon, trout, kokanee, you know, that whole that whole thing. The whole bass fishery was something that was uh, part of the business and things that that we did learn. And, And it's a lot of fun. It really is. But it's just not one of my favorite things to do. No, So I've never bass fished. It's fun. I've never um, crappie fished either, by the way. Oh, you haven't. Oh, nope. oh, we, you get you get. We're gonna have to take him down. Well, here's the thing: the they're they're huge again this year, and I hear the numbers are pretty good. So oh, we, we should, better get down. There. We should. Well, we need to go. I have a really cool opportunity with. Anyway, we haven't announced it yet, but uh, <laughs> it's doing secret. some nil stuff. Some nil stuff with uh, some college sports, and have a pretty high profile athlete that's me coming on board as a Max Lure person. What? And I want to get him on a boat and go catch some fish, maybe. The star quarterback for WSU, maybe, maybe, maybe. What? So that, that's, you know what? that's pretty much set up. With, but I'm going to need to get him on a boat and get some content with it. I'll so maybe a, that's something we should do. Let's I'll go crappie fishing. I have a boat. Go take him crappie fishing and get some content with uh, <laughs> the Cougs. There you go. There I'm you all go. in. Yeah. That'd be fun. And It'd be a uh, lot of fun. Hopefully we'll have that all set up and be able to announce it soon. Wow. Well, it sounds like you almost did. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much go for Cougs. secrets. It's not really secret. I mean, it's a, a whole new wave of like pro staff type stuff, you know, because these college athletes can be paid now and, you know, paid in product, paid in whatever. And so um, something that uh, you're I'm working like, on. Yeah. Okay. He's working on it. It's not for sure, but it's a, it's a, it's thing. pretty for sure. Oh, wow. A pretty, a pretty for but sure. Just, for just, sure. just shy. Of when, 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 it, it. when he started, when he started into that whole thing, yeah. I thought he was, he was starting into, <laughs> I'm going to Alaska. So I, I am can, going to Alaska. So, so I can get eaten by a bear. Oh, no. I am going to Alaska. <laughs> I'm going to Alaska in August. Well, late August, early September yeah. for seven days. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. During bear season, Sweet. by the way. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go catch some monster trout. That's awesome. Where? Up the Alagnac. Lagnac. If we okay, fly cool. in like King Salmon or something. Very good. Yeah. I don't know anything. I've never been to Alaska. Bobby, a... Bobby knows about it. I, I know that area really well. Yeah. yeah. Find a Anchorage and then go up to a King Salmon. And then somewhere from there, we're going to go way up this damn river there, which is, or Bobby says, well, you're really far up there and it's going to be pretty hairy with some, some bears. And, and I, <laughs> I do bears. Okay. I haven't seen one before, like in the wild, like up close, but I feel like I'd be able to hold my own against a bear. 
Let me tell you what. When, when you when you when you look at oh, when wow. you look at a, a, a big brown bear like that, yeah, and you're you're relatively close. And I mean, I, I've I've had some kind of, We used to do a lot of moose hunting up in that area, and I'm telling you right now that when you walk around a corner in that six foot tall bear grass, and 25 feet away is a head that is bigger than the than the trail. You know, it's as big as a 55-gallon drum, and they look at you, and you think, oh, my God, this is not good. And fortunately, <laughs> he turns around and runs the other direction. That, that's a good thing. It's a good thing. Or you're out on the river, and you're, and you're going down through the area that you're going to be fishing on the Alagnac is up towards the braids. Yeah. And you're going down one of the three or four channels. They call it the braids because there, there's – it's shallower water and it goes through different channels and stuff. And you're floating down this one channel and there's a bear standing in the channel that you're going down. And so you're like a big Just kindly giant, ask him to leave. Well, you're you're <laughs> kind of like a big jelly donut coming down the sure. river to him. Yeah. Yeah. They're thinking, oh my God, look at this jelly donut coming down the river to I him. I better lose some weight before that. <laughs> Apparently the, the guide that we're going, the guys that we're going with, they're able to carry pistols and stuff. So. Yeah, oh yeah, you need to have a firearm for sure. Well, not, they won't let me carry one, but uh, well, of well I wouldn't are. let you carry one either. What do you mean? <laughs> I, let me tell you what, you should carry. Yeah, you need you, to carry. But the fishing on that river is phenomenal. You're that, gonna have that, fun. That river, you know, people got into the whole Nushgak thing. Let me tell you what, the Chinook run on the on the Alagnac is just as good as the Nush. Yeah, and I think well, I think we get a little bit of a run all the way up through there of all sorts of stuff. So. Oh yeah, were you after um, trout? Well, at that time, or? I'm not necessarily sure. I think that's kind of what they they okay. the lodge that we're staying at kind of specializes in. But at that time, at that time of the year, sounded to me like we'd we'd get a few different. Right? You'll get you'll get through. some silvers. Yeah, yeah. So so I'm Fun. but I'm I'm stoked. I I guess I got to start to getting some like bug netting going apparently too. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah. Well, <laughs> Well, it'll be a little bit better. It's not the height of it then. Oh no, August. Well, it's not there's August. one mosquito that, that, on the county. That late August, early September gets it's that better. last hatch of white socks and, and mosquitoes. Oh, white socks, yeah. Right. Probably have some white socks. Oh yeah. I don't even want to know what that is. <laughs> no, you don't. They, they 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 bite you and they they, just they like leave. maggots in you. Oh yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, we want to see pictures this. with y'all, you exactly. know, puffed up. You will. Like, I am allergic to <laughs> everything. Oh, this is going to be great. And oh, we want pictures. I get eaten alive. I have <laughs> if, if pheromones. One... You know what pheromones are, Mr. PhD? <laughs> <laughs> I put off some awesome, like, mosquito pheromones, apparently. <laughs> so, like, I literally, like, oh my God. they'll get inside of my shirt or whatever when I'm, like, on a hike. If I, you know, I've been on, like, two hikes in my life. But... <laughs> They get Jesus. it like I'll I'll get at least well you saw at Anderson Ranch <laughs> my entire leg swelled up like you know my left leg was fourteen times the size of my right leg you better take some antihistamines like I sprained my ankle you better take some antihistamines now I'm all itchy that's that's why I told you just take a hundred percent deep yeah and don't it's not and, and work. spray it liberal it never worked oh I'm, it will oh, I'm it will. screwed it will you are screwed but take yeah. some <laughs> you are screwed could be not as bad <laughs> anyway. And I don't know how I do with float planes. Like oh, I don't, that, even, I don't even like that stuff. Is a lot of fun. I I don't even like the flight from Wenatchee to Seattle. Like I'm <laughs> the, a nervous wreck. Flying culvert. I like big planes. <laughs> you know, ones where there's like an exit. Yeah. 
You know, oh, it slides to get out. Yeah, there's an exit. There's right. an exit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You'll do fine. I'll do fine. Yeah. Well, you'll have fun. You'll You're have gonna fun. have fun. Absolutely. Enjoy it all. Absolutely. No, I'm, I, it's something I've wanted to do for a long time, mm-hmm. and luckily this opportunity popped up, and uh, it should be a, a yeah, good time. Yeah, I I can't go, but it's okay. But you went last year. You had to break out of your slump. Yeah, you were he like went a last seven year. seven trip fishless slump so oh you, i didn't you go on a trip, seven trip you booked fishless. a trip to sitka just to go get a fish you did did he not yeah he did he, did, he didn't that was after was after odell slump. and then he went like four other places and didn't catch anything like at least four trips he was a fish. little grumpy but <laughs> he, he went up and made up fort in alaska oh i had to <laughs> i had to get into volume somewhere okay so we've we've talked to yeah okay you went turkey hunting and we, we touched on in the last episode but you didn't really go in depth, like you didn't talk about the size of the turkey. You didn't talk about how the turkey came around the corner. Obviously, you're saving some of it for the TV show, but we and, need and some details to well, keep Matt some listeners I, going. Yeah, Matt and I will talk. You'll talk that. about it. Yeah, okay. so you'll get to hear the details. Okay, but it was a lot of fun. It was. That's the bottom line. We had a good time. <laughs> you know, the one thing. I, <laughs> oh boy. You had to do thing, it. You had to do it. The one thing I will say that uh, was pretty cool. You know, I've hunted turkeys in a few different places, but. There were a lot of big toms where we were hunting. Mm-hmm. I mean, like every bird, I didn't, I hardly saw any jakes around. They yeah. were all hanging big ropes, so it was cool. That was cool. So yeah, Matt and I'll get into the details. How are all those turkeys doing up by your damn house? So like they're all over the, of them. They're all over the place. Yeah, town birds. Town. <laughs> the town birds. Well, we saw a lot town going birds. up the the sandpile too. God, I drove so out of there just about a week ago. And there was one right in the middle of the road, just dragging his beard down the road. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> and then you didn't speed up. Seen more up there? So, this, so then we went up to uh, the city hall to drop off a, you know, a uh, bill, and there was a whole bunch of them right there. And I rolled down the window and, and did a bobby, <laughs> like that. <laughs> hey, pretty good at that. And they, they just. Yeah, in unison, about four of them just <laughs> gobble right back into the window. Vicky just, Vicky is just laughing. She thought that was so funny. Did you see any more meese up there? Meese, multiple moose. No, no more, no more meese. No, no, no. Mm-mm. So I, I do have a question, and this didn't come from anyone but me. I had a, we were down in Arizona, and for some reason the conversation came up. So you talked about like goose and yeah. like multiple goose or geese. Yes, and. Multiple moose or meese. <laughs> no. 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 Okay, no. So that's not right. No. But like, you talk about like syllabi, right? Multiple syllabus are syllabi. And multiple oh my octopus or octopi. What are multiple platypuses? They say a platypus. Why, why wouldn't it be a platypi? Platypi. It's not. It's not, but it doesn't make any sense. Well, it's kind of like a moose. Yeah. Well, a moose should be meese. No, a number but it's of, not. It's there's moose. a number of doesn't make any platypus. sense. It should be meese. <laughs> Mooses. The English language okay, does we're not, not make sense. We're not no, going fair. into wordsmith right now. Okay. <laughs> well, hey, I used to, I almost went to Washington D.C. for the Scripps National Spelling Bee in fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah. You're starting to sound then, like my dad. Then you so should probably know the answer. Yeah. Well, I'm questioning it. Okay. Well, you know the, the you know the English language doesn't Google make it, any sense. I did sense. Google it, and people are slowly starting to say platypi. <laughs> <laughs> but it's oh not God, it's I not love. official yet. So I'm going to start a Facebook page where we're going to try to get a petition going to change for, the word 
multiple platypuses to platypi. And how about moose to meese? Me, it, that one should be number one on the list. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Anyway, so. Well, what about deer? Deese. No. Deese. <laughs> no, no. Or, or deers. I just say deers. Deers? No, deer. it's kind of like sockeye. So they wanted to name the Seattle team, the new hockey team, they want to name them the sockeyes. But that doesn't make any sense because no. multiple sockeye is sockeye. Are sockeye. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, sockeyes. Yeah. Or yeah. salmons. <laughs> Trouts. 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 Yeah. yeah. No, you can't be sockeyes. You can't be platypuses. That's why it's funny to say deers because it doesn't work. It's not right. <laughs> I'm a deer whisperer. I say deer. Yes, you are. Yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh my god! I still, I did, still have that video on my camera. Did we talk about that on the? Podcast? I don't know, but I, I called in what? You know, talking eight. about Bobby's turkey call. Yeah. I called in eight, what? Eight, eight, nine. Yeah. They all came up and just literally gave me a handshake. Pretty much. <laughs> We're like, what are you doing? <laughs> Holy crap! I was working, so I've been watching a lot of Yellowstone, and every time they got the horse going, they go. <laughs> yeah, he and, was. He and was I've never that. ridden a horse. I mean, I've tried to ride a horse. I don't, I don't do big animals very well, like bears. <laughs> Horses. <laughs> that's He's, one. That's one I've not tried to ride. I have not. Oh, done that. A, I just don't I've do any large stuff, animal, but not that. Not I don't that. do any large animal very well. So, <laughs> oh, um, but I did call in those those geese, and uh, <laughs> I did it with the Yellowstone, <laughs> and they all came straight to me. They thought I had food. Yeah, they were they were just like your town turkeys, there. and then they yeah, were yeah. and then they, they were, were cussing you out because you oh, had nothing. Yeah, you had no food. They you were, were just pissed. Yanked. You were yanking their chain. That no. didn't. Yeah. They didn't like that. They didn't just go left. over big. Created a new strain of COVID though. Yeah. <laughs> Literally let them eat it, like lick out of my hand, and then went straight to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. COVID deer. COVID deer. Anyway, yeah. This is kind of going off the rails. We were talking about uh, fishing and no, we were talking well, about we, turkey, turkey hunting. hunting yeah. but, but then we had a vocabulary lesson. So what we're gonna do instead is we are going to take a quick break, and then when we get back from the break, Matt Elliott is gonna be on the podcast. Whether you're in the field or on the water, nothing beats a sharp knife. If you go to HerodOutdoors.com, we have a full line of work-sharp knife sharpeners to meet your every need. Whether it's a manual that you can take easily in your pack or on your boat, or a powered sharpener that can work well in the kitchen or in your shop, visit HerodOutdoors.com for all your knife sharpening needs. All right, today I'm talking with my buddy Matt Elliott, who's the Director of Marketing at WorkSharp. Thanks for joining me today. You're welcome. Happy to be here. Yeah, you know, this is kind of funny that we're doing this over the phone because we were we were actually just together and uh we should have we should have tried a little harder to do it while we were together. <laughs> we weren't even uh, you know, really burning the candle at both ends some of those days. It's just a pure lack of discipline on our part. <laughs> I think so, yeah. We'll we'll get into the discussion though why we were together here in a minute, but maybe I thought I'd start out and let folks know, well, I met you actually um, several years ago when you were still working at Benchmade, and so you're actually fairly new to WorkSharp, aren't you? Yeah, at this point, I'm going on three years, so by all intents and purposes of like 
jobs today and how long people keep them, which I don't want this to be taken the wrong way. I love workshop. I'm planning right. to stay there a long time. I was at Benchmade previously for 11 years. Like I like, right. I like really settling into a place and, and having more of a long-term impact. But um, yeah, three years is not a short amount of time, but by the standards of workshop, it's not a long time either. There's lots of people there that have been there 15, 20 years. I know. It's pretty amazing, actually. Well, it's a great place to work. And so What's your primary responsibilities or everything about kind of spreading the word of the of the brand? Well, what I like am overall accountable for for the business, I would say, is different than what I'm responsible for. What I'm accountable <laughs> for, you know, like what falls under the lane of marketing is customer right. service, advertising, PR, brand management, right. product line management, uh, Amazon sales, the website, both in sales and its marketing approach. What I'm responsible for at the business is really more uh, strategy and execution and interdepartmental alignment. Right. Yeah. One one thing that um, I really like about WorkSharp is just the fact that you guys are, you know, it's a pretty large company in the sense there's a lot of employees there, and but you guys are all so focused on the same kinds of things. I, I think it's real neat how the entire company kind of knows where you're going and what you're doing. Yeah, and that, we've really worked hard. I think that has been in place because we have a very strong CEO and, and lots of good people in the business that really do get specific about what we want to be clear on we're asking for so that we can execute to that. But over the last three years, we've really worked on building more of an integrated strategy that's that you, anybody can see and many people help to build and are responsible for components of. You guys have um, continually come up with new products and recently you guys launched um, a whole new kitchen line. Kind of tell me about that. Yeah, we had we before we actually had a line called Workshop Culinary that was mm-hmm. more focused at the female customer demographic that who we were calling Diane, you know, trying to assign kind of a persona to it. That that was more what we would consider like white glove culinary, more right. your Sir Latobs and Bed Baths and Beyonds, and that they're still customers of ours that as dealers. However. This we've relaunched this in, into kitchen and are focusing more on our core customer, the outdoor customer, the more the male customer. Not to say that like there aren't plenty of outdoors uh, men, women who uh, are just as into hunting and fishing, but you know, like it's a larger demographic sure. and who we're aiming our product lines at. This is more of the kind of like shop guy, barbecue backyard person. So like darker, richer colors more pops of amber yellow instead of soft yellows and and just more hard lines on the product and we've got we launched with was six products in total we've got refined products for like a uh, like a whetstone that somebody might really want to spend some time and care and more of the japanese style sushi knife and then all the way through like your standard pull throughs people are used to that have a handle and you pull the knife through a couple of slots in a vertical position um yeah on up to electric kitchen knife sharpeners yeah and, and if folks listening they've never used a work sharp before you just have such a variety of, of knife sharpeners to meet everyone's needs and of course the the ones that i'm most familiar with i'm, I'm learning the the kitchen um, line now uh, have some of the new products i'm trying them i really love them but the ones i'm most familiar with are you know for example the guided field sharpener 
the pivot sharpener, which is great for um, very lightweight, something for quick sharpening on a boat, even has a place for hook sharpening. And then, of course, the original WorkSharp, now re-released as the MK2, and uh, that's the, the sharpener that many people who follow me anyway in the television show know about. And it's um, it's just been a great tool for many, many years, keeping everybody's hunting knives and fillet knives and, you know, going in the outdoors. So, yeah, I, I really think that um, people are going to fall in love with the kitchen line as well just because of the quality of, of uh, you know, the knife sharpeners that we're all used to in the outdoor industry. Yeah, I'll tell you one that's really surprised and impressed me uh, is the what we call the kitchen pull through so there are four mm-hmm. manual products in the line there's the whetstone i already mentioned we have a ceramic version of a hone like a rod type hone like you would normally get right. with a, one of those with your knife block you'd have a steel version of it you know it's this typical thing you see that you know like as a right. you'd see a chef kind of sharpening a blade on but ours is ceramic right. which has some additional benefits then we have uh, the kitchen edge, which is a smaller version that you can put on the edge of your countertop and sharpen in a vertical position. But this pull-through, which is a little bigger, it's a pretty common form factor people are used to seeing for a kitchen knife sharpener. In fact, if you, like, for right. instance, went to Amazon and looked up kitchen knife sharpener, this is the most common type of sharpener you would see. It's got a main kind of square body and then a handle that comes off with a little foot that also lands on the countertop. You set that on the countertop grab the handle and then you take the knife there's there are two slots they're both they're labeled one and two that's stage one and stage two and then in the middle there's a ceramic hone and we have all been extremely impressed with how sharp that particular product will get a knife and you know it retails for 29.95 it's not overly expensive and it definitely performs above what i would expect for that price yeah i agree um i just Opened one of those up the other day when you guys sent me some for demo, and um, I'm also very impressed with that. And I think it's something that outdoors men and women are really going to like. And so one of the things we could talk about is just the fact um, that many people in WorkSharp, including yourself, are avid outdoors men and women themselves. And so uh, part of what you and I were doing is uh, getting together again had the opportunity to fish together and we decided hey we should probably do do a hunting trip and so that's what we did i, I came down and, and visited you and uh that's when we should have really recorded the podcast <laughs> <laughs> but we yeah. uh you like turkey hunting don't you yeah i love turkey hunting i'm yeah i'm pretty i'm pretty uh how do you say it? ate up with it right now I, I, I can't get I can't get away from them, man. Like, there's a lot of turkey out in Oregon in general, and in this part of the state, like like Eastern Oregon has a lot of turkeys. There's turkey in Northern Oregon for sure, and Southwestern Oregon mm-hmm. has uh, its fair share of turkeys. Like Lacey, my wife, has kind of been. She thinks it's funny, but she also knows what <laughs> that wild look in my eyes is like when I get some new thing i'm super passionate about in the outdoor space it's just fun for me too to have something new again you know i feel like a kid again just like getting through all the early advancement stages of the progression of learning where it comes in big (laughs) chunks it's not the the nuanced gains from the like from advanced to expert i'm like from novice to intermediate right now and so i just learn tons every time i go out we we were fortunate enough we 
Matt has a few places that um, he likes to hunt, and so we went out. We're working on filming a, a new episode of the Northwest Outdoorsman, and he took me to a place right away. And man, we struck some birds, and uh, he shot bird first thing. It was pretty awesome. And, um, and then it kind of went a little bit downhill from there. The weather kind of got in our way, but uh, I think I think tur- you know turkey hunting is one of those things I I I love. I mean I, I I'm like you. It's just like you almost can't get enough. So it was fun for me to hunt in that environment. It's real different down there, isn't it, compared to say like east northeast Oregon or eastern Washington? Yeah, it it is different. It you know still the same. It's arid here, as you know, yeah, for you yeah. when you sat on the ground and put your hands in the leaves. But yeah. that's only I because know. of drought. But yeah, it's a here. We, what's different here is we have. I think the primary difference is we have a lot of oak trees, and so yeah. we have these. We still have a lot of more of the evergreen trees, right? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah pines and whatnot so we have ponderosa here like you would find in eastern oregon but what we also have here in southwestern oregon and i think it's pretty unique to the landscape mixed in with pretty big mountains and big rugged country we have uh, madrones and oak trees yeah, and then yeah. there's these really so cool grassy meadows mixed in with those it's also yeah. you know where the deer like to spend a lot of their time rutting or kind of the same places the turkeys like to hang out in the spring it's beautiful country. I mean, absolutely gorgeous. And then, yeah, we got to tell a funny story. I I was, you know, running the camera and I'm sitting out there in the blind. We have this little fence we put up and birds are coming in and I got my legs straddled around the tripod and it's still dark and I reach down because there's something in my way, some bush in between my legs and I'm busting it off and trying to get it out of the way and focus on the camera and the action kind of goes away and I look down and realize what I had straddled which was poison oak, which is another unique to Southwest Oregon we don't have here. And I'm like, great, I got poison oak in my crotch. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as you don't get it on your hands and then, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. And then have it transfer to inside of your pants, you should be fine. <laughs> I should be. Unfortunately, I had gloves on, so it was okay. But, yeah, we – Matt and I had uh, a really good time hunting together. And I, the other thing that I know we share in common is uh, we're bow hunters, and, and uh, that's definitely one of your passions, isn't it? It is one of my passions. Probably yeah. my, I don't yeah. know, my, my biggest passion, I would say, but it's so seasonally dependent, Richie. Like one of the reasons yeah. I think bow hunting is such a passion of mine is, now granted, like, the run up to the season is long, and you know, I really start sort of obsessing over it and probably early July. I shoot all year, but I really start to shoot and build arrows and think about gear and equipment and setups. And, you know, of course, we start thinking about which tags we're going to apply for all the way back in January, yeah, right. so you're dreaming all season. But but it yeah. happens in such a short window that the compression of the time I have to do it just fuels this, like, entrenched obsession with what's going on. It's exhausting also, so I'm actually kind of <laughs> glad it doesn't last longer. Uh, yeah, right. But, you exactly. know, like, my other my lifelong passion is fishing and and that is you know like i can kind of get out and do that anytime so i the intensity level is a little different yeah exactly and we we spent a fair amount of time together this this uh well i guess it's been a little more than a week ago now but uh talking just about those differences and you know when you're in into bow season that's your total focus and it is physically and mentally exhausting and, and so having turkey season or fishing to do 
is really nice because it still gets us in the outdoors, but like you say, the intensity is just a wee bit less. <laughs> yeah, and the, uh, the opportunities are a wee bit more frequent also, so it's yeah. like a double yeah, whammy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have to mention before we go too much farther, you said that the turkey hunting went downhill from day one, <laughs> but that was not because of the quality of the turkey hunting. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. It, it really wasn't. It, uh, in fact, the next day we should have probably had one, but man, the weather just kind of screwed us up a bit, and it continued to to be kind of nasty my last couple of days there, which was a bummer. But yes, you are exactly right. The quality is fantastic. There's there's a lot of birds in that part of the world. So yeah, not yeah. to be confusing. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, maybe the last thing I was going to talk about real quick is uh, bow hunter, fisherman, and the, the thing we didn't mention is um, Matt really likes to bass fish. That's really what turns his crank, which is a little different than Bobby and Britton and I, who we really like to, you know, go, out, go after the salmonoids and eh, sometimes the toothy one after the walleye. But um, with your bass fishing, with your turkey hunting, with your bow hunting and doing all these things, you you've <laughs> you've kind of done like the rest of us you you uh started your own podcast and and tell your stories that way too right you guys have a podcast yeah that's true i do we have a podcast called on the line uh, i have mm-hmm. it's it's myself i produce it and then one of the co-hosts and the other two co-hosts are andy morgan who's a three-time angler of the year most top 10 finishes of anyone ever in the FLW series now fishes major league fishing actually just finished seventh at Lake of the Ozarks. And the other guys, a sort of like um, less heard of archer, competitive archer named Levi Morgan. Of course, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm joking. You know, Levi Morgan is uh, a 14 time <laughs> world champion and is like right. kind of the, in my opinion, the, the standard bearer for, there are lots of guys and he would never like, think about himself in this way, I think partly because that also helps him to keep wanting to fight for more and more expertise right. and knowledge in the game. But like there aren't, he's kind of the standard bearer for, for shooting uh, tricks, archery knowledge, like total package. He's, he's just an amazing guy to be able to learn and listen to when it comes to both competitive archery and archery and hunting situations. You guys and your guests are kind of like us. I mean, we not only are we going out and, and, participating in all these you know fun outdoor things the things that are define our lifestyle but then you then you're talking about it and so you guys talk about all kinds of things uh, and are you focused on learning are you focused on telling stories or all of the above well i would say the, the two part pieces of feedback that we get the most frequently from the listeners is one it feels like i'm just sitting around the mm-hmm. campfire with you guys just like part of the conversation, just like hanging out with buddies. And two, people say, wow, this is not my words, it's their words. Like what an amazing amount of information I'm able to pull. So it feels very conversational. And in the conversation are both like nuanced tips and hacks for the for the sport that people might be interested in, whether that's elk hunting or whitetail deer or competitive archery or tournament bass fishing, whether it's like small things that just get dropped or it's the focus of the entire episode. There's both right. Andy. Andy is also a world-class whitetail hunter. 
So between those two guys and then myself, I have also spent a lifetime coaching the outdoors, but I get to kind of be the semi-novice guy who's not the pro asking questions to try to pull sure. more from them, say more about that kind of stuff. There's just an amazing amount of knowledge that's shared in the in the role of a single episode of that podcast. I, I think, um, you know, having uh, a variety of outlets for people to listen to to gain knowledge or hear stories is, is so important. And it just goes along with everything that you do in your, your daily work, um, you know, providing products for the outdoors men and women and, and then helping provide knowledge through whatever platform you're doing. And I think it's, um, it just makes for a pretty nice lifestyle. It's incredible to be able to have created a career in the outdoor space that brings my passion closer to my work in a way where my passion doesn't become my work yeah absolutely that's a good way to put it right when you go to work it's actually fun um when it's fun in the same way of us hanging out and going turkey hunting you know yeah yeah well if you guys get a chance check out his podcast and certainly go online and check out the products at WorkSharp. of course herod outdoors carries many of those but if you want to check out the new kitchen line uh head to workshoptools.com and give it a give it a try and got some really great stuff i think you'll love so matt appreciate you taking time to visit with me i, I can't wait till we get back together again we'll make it happen that's for sure richie i'm looking forward to more of it right on man all right well we'll talk to you soon So I like the turkey shoe one pretty well. It did. You know, we we didn't end up with uh, several birds, but we got one on film and we saw some birds. We had a great time. And uh, it was just a lot of fun hunting with Matt. You know, I think he's a, he's a really good turkey hunter and he's done it quite a bit. And so it's just always fun to, to hunt with someone new. Well, you know, it, any type of hunting is fun. I mean, it's just, yeah. you know, one of those things that we get such a short period of time to hunt that, you know, when, when you do it, you want to suck every bit yeah. of it up. Well, it's like I said too. I mean, hunting in that different environment, sure, down there with the oaks and yeah, and just well, and poison oak, but in, <laughs> uh, with the oaks is 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 awesome. I mean, that it's just beautiful country. Did, did your crotch ever itch? No, thank God. Thank God, not. They, they, they can give you a shot for that, <laughs> Rich. You know. <laughs> <laughs> thank God, I was covered up pretty good. But so like Bobby, like I haven't experience. even. I'm trying not to touch those clothes and i'm just gonna like you know touch them a little bit get them in the wash machine <laughs> burn them burn them but uh and then the other thing that was a lot of fun with matt is you know like i said before he's a he really likes to bass fish and so we just went out that one afternoon and tried to catch a few bass and just see him in his you know in his element and, sure you know, all the things that he likes to do and so right. that was a lot of fun we had a good time even though fish weren't biting very well oh good you know our typical thing i go fishing and i can't catch a fish yeah, you're fishing without us. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Okay, so now it's so now is it start cheating on us? <laughs> I was cheating on you a little bit. Yeah. Cheating on us. Fun stuff, and you know they do. They're it's a neat company. Yeah, where he works at WorkSharp, it's sure. a really neat company. A lot of nice people. Yep. And uh, believe in the outdoors and doing the kinds of things we do. So it's just a good time.
Yeah, it's been fun getting to know quite a few of those guys, do some fishing, and obviously their products speak for themselves. Yep, for sure. We, uh, Bobby and I got the display model. Yeah. We're ready to go. If anyone wants oh, a yeah. tutorial, Good. Joey, we're Good. ready to rock. Good grief. <laughs> got LED screens on my sharpeners. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Mr. Anyway. Ransford, how would you like this sharpened today? <laughs> I don't know. Richie can do it for you, or there's a video right here. Yeah, I'll show you how to do it. <laughs> Anyway, um, no, it's all good stuff. We're going to get going here, but uh, it was a cool cool interview. I'm glad you, you got to shoot a bird. Yeah, we got a bird on film. It's awesome. So Perfect. It's going to be a great story to tell. Look for it at uh, the Herod Outdoors YouTube page at some time in the future or on Root Sports, Root Sports or Fox Sports Midwest or AT&T yeah. Sportsnet. Wild TV in Canada. Wild TV in Canada. He's and, everywhere. And, Amazon and, Prime. NCW Life. NCW Life. Outdoor Action TV. Wow. It's everywhere. It is. Well, and then you can find Max Lure at Max Lure anywhere <laughs> on any platform, just Max Lure. And you can find Herod Outdoors at Herod Outdoors anywhere. Yeah. But the one thing you should do is go like this podcast and follow or, it and download it and rate it five stars because we like to drink special coffee <laughs> and we want to keep doing podcasts so please give us a rating just Absolutely. make sure it's five stars if you're not going to give us five stars you can buzz off <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you later 